0: Hello everybody, welcome back to The Trig Poxy Joy and Goso TV on this beautiful Saturday, there we go, July 15th, man, today is July 15th, 2023, halfway through July, halfway through the year it feels like, welcome back to my channel. welcome back to this episode, talking today about, hmm, I guess just a life update of what I'm learning these days, and especially about joy, and about letting go of outcomes, Yes, letting go of outcomes. So I've been in therapy the last uh, few weeks. It's been amazing. This is my therapist that I've had for about 10, 12 years. I've <clears throat> seen him on and off. And it's been awesome. And one of the things that I'm learning, he's teaching me, is how to let go of outcomes as a way to, to not measure success. As an Enneagram 3, success and failure is my deadly sin, you could call it. My unconscious motivation The thing that I measure To feel well And of course that works But when you fail Or you feel When I feel like I'm failing Or or failed at something in the past Then anxiety and fear and shame sets in So I'm learning that contentment Which is actually what I feel most of the time And I'm surrounded by comes as a result of letting go of the outcomes and realizing that i'm already amazing and not only i'm already i've never really liked that that i am amazing that i am gifted that i am a leader that i am a compassionate man that i am a creative blah 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 all those affirmations which are very powerful which get lost in the sauce when i look at failure when i count my failures not my blessings I've never been one to practice, or to not practice, but to, uh, I've never, gratitude is never something that works for me, I I can't feel gratitude as a practice, I don't mean that I don't feel grateful, but when I let go of outcomes, then what remains is gratefulness and gratitude, so that's another way to look at it, maybe that helps you, might help someone out there. I'm learning. I was listening to a podcast with Rick Rubin, who is a music producer who's in his 60s. And he talks about feelings and about being a feeler. And, a, and in my terms, it would be a man of love. I don't think he's a Christian, but obviously for me and you, as followers of Jesus, and as a three, being success driven kills love for me. I realize that. When I don't measure the outcomes and I just simply be, I am in my love and I work with people that I love. I am led by God to express love, to embrace children and, and seniors and people of all colors and nations and whoever they may be, ages and races and I've worked with Asian people African American I've worked with uh, elderly people with with children with kindergartners with high schoolers with families with Latinos with white whoever African American Filipino and it's never well as I said when I measure myself against some success or when I am pursuing success it all falls apart and that's what Rick was saying Rick Rubin that to him, it's not about a plaque or about being a, a famous producer or a hit record. It's about the feeling. And as I said, for me, it's maybe not so much about feelings, but it is about love. It's about, did I love today? Did I love David, my beautiful son, who I played with this morning? He played drums for me. And was I judging him or wanting him to be the best drummer? back to the three who wants to be seen as successful and surround himself with success or was i simply just loving him because he's my son and because we got a chance to play together and that is what i was feeling i first felt that when he was maybe 10 or 11 well maybe even younger like maybe eight or nine and we played together for the first time at a church here in the area and i was so proud of him he was playing his electric drums and then later, he was, by now, maybe, he's 20, so he was maybe 14, 15, maybe 13. Anyway, we played again, and this is a bigger church of maybe a 1,000 people, and I feel so proud just to be with him. Yes, he's amazing. Yes, he's gifted. But it's not about that with my son, and it's not about that with people. Now, there are people, of course, I don't get along with, and we don't have a vibe. We don't, I don't have that, quote, love. I have the love in Christ, and as a pastor, and as a human, but as far as working together, yeah, of course, you know, you don't vibe with everyone, and so that's important for me to listen to that. There are churches, I don't think I've ever worked at a church that I didn't genuinely love with my whole heart. I think God has taken me, or spared me, or not brought me to churches that I didn't really love, but every church, even churches that I'm looking at these days, I have felt genuine love, and even before I started the process with them. I felt love. I knew that there was love in my heart. And of course, not every church do I know, did did I know of them ahead of time. But certainly, I would say the last, I don't know, 10 years, the churches that I've been a part of, I have done it out of love, not title or success. Now, that has gotten in there, and that's something that God has truly changed and is changing every day in my life. But... I know that there's always been love in my heart. And it's funny because I've had people that will say to me, that will look at me through the lenses of success and status and the size of the church and whatever, and they'll call me all worried and say, why are you at that church, Trig? I mean, you shouldn't be with them and with these people and with that. You should be at this big place and that. And I just never cared about that. I, I never, I still don't care about how big is a church or how awesome or my platform or I don't know, Whatever. I care about people. I love, I just tweeted this uh, earlier today, I, I love people, I love the church, I love helping people in whatever way I can through the few gifts that God's given me, music and teaching and love and caring and counseling and coaching and all those things that I love to do, singing and teaching the word and and developing young leaders and all the things that is beautiful about a church, the families, the children, the youth, the adults, the young adults, um, families, as I said, marriages, all the different seasons that God uh, has brought me through, brought my wife and I through. And uh, we have a beautiful marriage. I mean, we've been married almost 28 years next month, and we are in love, 1995 to 2023. My beautiful wife, she's the love of my life. She is the love of my life. And our children are the love of our lives. And they've seen that. Union and love thrive their whole lives. And I thank God for that, that they have those examples to imitate. And that's what we saw in our parents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so when we let go of outcomes, we let go, at least for me again, of money, status, and all those things. You know, I used to have, maybe I'll end with this, in my garage I had, and I still have some pictures of me when I was in the best shape of my life. And those are fun. I'm not going to take those down. (laughs) But I did have others of Mark Anthony singing in front of 10,000 people. I also had one of famous preachers in our our bedroom here of famous preachers preaching in front of thousands. And I always thought, and it was kind of like my vision board, that I would do that one day. I have brought all those down because that really was never my true heart. I was in my success, in my either... My three, way out of control, trying to be amazing uh, beyond maybe my own abilities or calling or giftedness, or way too in my shame that I didn't accomplish what I set out to accomplish. And so instead, not only did I bring down my famous preacher pictures in in our in our home, but in the garage just last week, I tore down, I would just pronounce the Mark Anthony um uh, pictures. It just, I truly thank you, Lord. I can say that that's just not what drives me. It never was. It was just that was just my alter ego, as I call it, my shadow, my false self, my my flesh. That was sin. What I truly want is to love. Is to love my wife. To love Jesus. To love our children. To love the church. To love people that do not know Jesus. To make disciples. Whether it's teaching online, whether it's being a family's pastor, whether it's being a whatever God, discipleship, teaching, lead, teaching, substituting, being online, whatever He wants me to do, being a producer, a mentor, a spiritual coach, clients that I have. Lord, have your way. Whatever you want, Lord Jesus, use me. With my master's degree, and maybe I'm going to go on to my PhD. We'll see. Probably not, but maybe. But none of that matters. What matters is that I am a child of God, I am loved by God, and the outcomes, like my therapist says, I let go, like the prophets, Jeremiah and Isaiah, and so many kings and so many prophets, including Jesus, he had to let go of the outcomes, that people were saying, you're amazing one day, and the next they were crucifying him, he had to let go of the outcome and only follow his father's will, and to me... That's where my joy truly is. what is the Father's will for my life? It's to love people. It doesn't matter who they are, how big or small the church is, how much money I make or don't make, how many followers. It doesn't matter. To be led by love, to love unconditionally, to let my heart lead me, not lead me astray because it can do that, but to truly let my heart, the heart of God, maybe not my heart, but Jesus' heart in me, his mind in me, his body in me, the body of Christ lead me and lead you towards love and making disciples in Jesus name if you would like my coaching and further this conversation please visit me at davidtrick.com or just send me an email davidtrick.com slash coachingtrick at davidtrick.com you can text me, DM me on Instagram at davidtrigg. thank you again for being here and I will see you next time adios why don't you tell me don't like the way I am why don't you feel